Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Francesco Pavone and I'm your host. And today me and you are going to talk about uh, body recomposition. Uh, we are going to go through the nitty gritty of body recomposition and in particular uh, uh, we'll explore what is body recomposition, who can achieve that, who would benefit from it, and uh, I'm going to guide you through answering like the question whether you should bulk, cut, or try to recomp and then we'll dive into the different strategies uh, um, that uh, we can use uh, in order to achieve uh, this goal. We start the episode uh, with answering uh, just one question that one of our listeners asked. What does success mean for me? Um, And, you know, maybe the answer is not so obvious for you. So we'll um, dive right into the episode Let's get to it. All right, Velio, one of our most successful clients and listener of this show, asked me um, this question, what does success mean for me? And I thought that the answer uh, uh, probably is not so obvious to most of us. So yeah, when we, when, uh, you know, this question actually made me think a little bit more because my opinion uh, uh, about success changed a lot. I used to think of, um, you know, this binary uh, view of uh, someone's life where, uh, you know, a person tried different things uh, and, you know, some things goes well and some things fail, some things don't go as well. So clearly when we talk about success, we can have uh, a focus on our professional life, uh, on our personal life uh, and uh, on our relational life. So I always like to use uh, uh, this approach because... You know, we we can we often like focus on one of these perspective, but it's it's more likely that uh, it's helpful to have a biopsychosocial uh, uh, view that uh, integrates uh, a person's biology, the relation between two individuals, and uh, as well like uh, the environment that they are living in, and w- what we do, and uh, what we what we value, and what we want to do, what we. Uh, want to get that we don't have right now, it's a lot shaped by the interconnectedness uh, um, reality of these, uh, these three dimensions. So um, I really like think that my, my idea of success changed a lot. Like when I was a young kid, uh, I used to think of success as uh, uh, being this uh, sexy, rich, healthy and uh, charismatic man who would uh, not be afraid of uh, public speaking and, uh, you know, had a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, money, a lot of business, uh, a lot of uh, popularity, a lot of uh, recognition, uh, a lot of awards. Uh, and um, yeah, just like people look up to him. So that, that was for me like the idea of the successful man. But now grow, growing older, uh, like I know that you can achieve um, and there is a massive difference between uh, achievement uh, and accomplishment. Uh, in, in particular, like you can meet a lot of these uh, people uh, who have a lot of money and they have a stable family, a stable job, uh, but they are far from considering themselves successful. So there, in particular, there is a book that changed a lot, my opinion, uh, on success and its mindset by Carol Dweck. I highly recommend that book. Um, and now how I see success, it's more like I actually struggle to see success and failure because I always see that uh, the current strategy is perfect 
to produce the current results. So I always think that uh, we can always get better at what we do. And so this uh, relentless uh, uh, pursuit of improvement, uh, um, you know, it's, it's more similar to my idea of success, but it's not just it because we don't even want to be addicted to self-improvement, right? Uh, I mean, there must be an end uh, to this game uh, of self-improvement. So for me, like we all have values and values, uh, is, uh, values are what we think uh, is important for us. Okay. What is, what we think is important in life. And uh, we all have different values. Uh, probably it's difficult for us to name like the top five or the top three, but those values, as soon as we see them, they will help a lot uh, guiding our decision in our life. So I just sat down and uh, review my usual uh, um, values. And I have uh, to say that I revisit them a little bit and I change them a little bit because you know, as I said, we have a list of values uh, and depending on the life, the, depending on the moment of our life that we are living, we might value more one or the other. And I think this, uh, it's totally normal. Uh, as you can see, the multiphasic approach uh, is not only helpful in our training, but it's also helpful uh, in many other uh, domains of life. So I'm going to share it with you. Like my values, my top five values are discipline. And in not, not in any particular order, discipline, fitness, freedom, family, and growth. So for me, success means being able to achieve our current goals and making sure that those goals are related to our values. So I guess if we had to sum it up in one sentence, for me, success means keeping the goal, the goal. And I think that that would be, yeah, that, that, that makes me happy. That makes me like, um, yeah, I, I am strong about it because, you know, you, you might as well have a, a financial success, but if that's, a, that's a pushing you away from your, from your values or from what you value in life, that financial success, it's just money, right? You have more money. It's a data. It's not like a, it doesn't feel like a success. Okay. Um, and, and this is like, if you were thinking like um, money doesn't buy you happiness. Well, I think my, money buys you a lot of things. So if your current problem is not being able to do anything because of money, I think it can buy you freedom and like the possibility to do many things. It doesn't necessarily mean that it will buy you happiness if the things you do with those money are not aligned with your values. Okay, so that, that's my personal uh, opinion. And I'd love to know what do you, what, what does success mean for you? Okay, you can let me know. If you're in English speaking, uh, you can uh, reach out to me at Pavone Fitness on Instagram. If you speak in Italian, we have an Italian dedicated account for you. So search for Team Pavone on Instagram and uh, follow me there. I'll, uh, I'd love to know your situation and get to know you. All right, that's enough for uh, a little bit of Q&A. Um, and we'll dive right into the episode. Now, this episode has been one of the, our most successful episodes. So I'm going to link uh, the article uh, in the show notes uh, and we're going to go through um, to yeah a light version of uh, one of our most successful episodes, uh, The Lazy Man's Guide to Body Recomposition. So very 
briefly what is a body recomposition well body recomposition you'll find like different terms onla online you'll find body recomp or simply recomp and it's the process of building muscle and losing fat this process has been discussed a lot online and it might be confusing at first now the reason why it might be confusing is because you are basically trying to achieve two opposite goals one, it's the process of building muscle, which requires uh, a energy surplus to build new muscle, new you. You need to eat more food. Simple as that. And then there is the process of losing fat, which is the process of shrinking, the reducing our total mass with the purpose of maximizing the muscle mass retention and minimizing the fat loss. Okay, so... You know, you, you'll find all sorts of guides uh, online, okay? Um, and you'll find guidelines on, uh, you know, how to set your calories uh, and macronutrients. Uh, but the reality, it's very simple. We need to find, we need to understand that uh, um, there is no perfect uh, strategy for a body recomposition. And uh, if you're going to be able to build muscle uh, and lose fat, uh, will be determined by a lot of factors, not only your macronutrients and your calories, uh, uh, but also how much fat uh, do you have? How much muscle do you have? My experience, the people who can achieve the best body recomposition don't have a lot of muscle to start with, and they are able to put on a considerable amount of muscle mass, keeping the body fat to the same or possibly even lower, which results uh, in an overall uh, appearance that look like the personnel has put on a lot of more muscle and lost a lot more fat than what uh, really is going on. So before we dig into the nitty gritty of uh, how to achieve a body recomposition, I'd like to tell you just a brief story. And uh, this story is quite recent. So um, I am currently on a fat loss phase. So I reduced my calorie intake and uh, I just compared uh, my progress picture. So you can totally see how, and, and you can have an idea, right, of how fat loss looks visually, because when you think about the picture that I'm talking about, and you can see it on uh, the account Team Pavone on Instagram, it's the last uh, picture that I posted just this morning. So yeah, well, when you listen to this episode, it's going to be yesterday. And uh, just see, and you'll see that the one on the right is actually leaner and lighter than the one on the left. You might think that the one on the right has more muscle and therefore is heavier, but in fact is lighter, not heavier, lighter. And uh, this is just because like uh, what you might think uh, there is actually like a muscle gain and lose fat, uh, fat loss process uh, is actually just a fat loss. Right. So I, I, I think that a lot of the misconception and, uh, um, you know, mistakes that are done and uh, are, um, yeah, around body recomposition has to do with, uh, um, you know, just having the wrong expectation of what a fat loss can do and what a muscle building can do on your body. Um, and, and that's just like, I, I just wanted to mention this because I'm an advanced athlete and I just went through a very plain and simple fat loss phase for four weeks. So just this is how four weeks of a fat loss looks like in pictures. So, um, you know, like when we talk about body recomposition, we need to think um, about who can achieve a body recomposition. So, yeah, 
um, not everyone can lose fat and build muscle at the same time, right? Because uh, we are trying to achieve two very different goals, goals that require very different strategies. Okay, so we can think of uh, novice, so people who are just starting out and they are uh, a little bit overweight. Okay, um, people who are detrained, so people who built muscle in the past, but then they take a break from training because they go away on holiday or because there is a worldwide pandemic, any reason, and then they go back to training, then they can experience a pretty significant body recomposition. Um, people who are on steroids or people who are have great genetic, I mean, we all know that guy who seems to always be in a better shape or seems to always be um, you know, gaining muscle and strength uh, without putting too much effort. So, you know, it, it, like we, reality is that we, me and you, we probably have to deal with like not so good genetic, but we all have our genetic. So we all have strength and weaknesses. Like me, for example, I can build muscle in my legs. So, you know, and, and calves. So I know many people who are jealous of me, but I am kind of jealous of the same people who manage to build muscle in their arms so easily, but they, no matter what they do, their calves will always be skinny, you know? Uh, so we have to maximize our genetic for sure. Um, and don't be upset if other people have great genetic. But if you do have great genetic, consider that you might, uh, you know, experience a body recomposition easily than other people. Um, and then people, uh, this is a big uh, category. Reason that make me think that a body recomposition is actually a viable strategy for many people. It's been for sure over the last few years for many of my clients. And the fourth category exactly is for people who were using the wrong methodology before. And I'm talking about a mix of factors such as the exercise execution, maybe their technique was bad, um, or they were just using the wrong volume for their level, volume intensity or frequency for their level. Uh, they were just not using the right load and they didn't know. They had a problem uh, in uh, the recovery or they're just like uh, didn't follow a nutrition strategy. So like it could be one uh, or a mix of these factors. And so when they experience uh, a uh, and they try it and train with a strategy that allow them to optimally recover from recover from the training, um, gives them a great stimulus uh, in the gym or when they train, wherever they train and uh, with a nutrition uh, uh, multiphasic approach that allow them to really build muscle when they're supposed to build muscle and retain muscle and lose fat when they're supposed to lose fat. Um, so, you know, for, for most people, um, you know, we have to say that for the ma vast majority of people, the body recomposition is not, uh, that is not working. Like in, in fact, it can work on many people. It's just that uh, we can achieve the same and uh, even better results uh, by having a, a multiphasic approach where we have a period of time where we dedicate to a proper fat loss phase and the period of time where we maintain and uh, we just focus on our training and period of time where we try to increase our body weight. We eat more to gain more muscle. Um, you know, you, you'll achieve uh, on the long term if you are going to be consistent in the gym and doing this, say, for the next 10 years, you'll be way better off uh, um, choosing an approach uh, that I just mentioned. So a multiphasic approach over a body recomposition goal. So if you're a novice, if you're T-trained, 
and uh, if you were using the wrong methodology you will achieve a body recomposition um, but for most people it's just not worth it okay and uh, we're going to understand why for example like think about uh, this particular example you're a novice so um, you want to gain muscle and you don't have a lot of muscle to start with so you are uh, what most people would define a skinny fat um, you are uh, your t-shirt sleeves are loose but you have a little bit of belly fat Sure, if you are in a slight uh, uh, calorie deficit and you eat enough protein and you train consistently, then you're going to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. But the same person being in an energy surplus, so eating slightly more, we're not talking about a huge surplus, we're talking about uh, um, three to 600 calories of a surplus and um, you know, you'll have way more calories, way more opportunity for recovery, way more opportunity to build muscle, and then uh, you'll probably stay relatively lean because the amount of energy that is required to build muscle, it's considerable, okay? And, uh, you know, you, you, even if you are going to be in a, in a surplus, we know from the law of thermodynamics that uh, when we give more calories to an individual, very likely that calories uh, will not be just fat because the metabolism will react increasing the energy expenditure eat more burn more eat less burn less it's as simple as that so when we start with more at some point we will see that it's difficult to gain weight because our body is burning and increasing the metabolism and the energy expenditure so much in an attempt to maintain our current body weight yeah, you guessed right. Our body doesn't like too many fluctuations of body weight. It doesn't like gaining too much or losing too much. So, um, you know, that, that guy will have, uh, you know, a lot of food on the table, which is good for such a life uh, and for not feeling like we are in a scarcity mindset, but more like in an abundance mindset. And the person will manage to build more muscle than the other person who is in a slight surplus, uh, in a slight deficit, sorry. So, you know, that person can achieve a body recomposition or can decide to go and commit to a muscle building phase and then follow that by a fat loss phase where, you know, the person can peel the layer and retain probably all the muscle that he built and then see and in, I can put my money that the second uh, strategy will produce better results because like good, good, good things happen to those people who commit uh, to a period of six months minimum of muscle building and um, yeah I, I i really think that so you know whether a body recomposition recomposition is possible and viable for these people even these people is is a short-lived strategy because even for these people after they achieve the first body recomposition then they will have to choose do i want to gain do i want to maintain do i want to keep losing and uh, um to do that optimally, a body recomposition strategy will be suboptimal because uh, of uh, um, the, the reason we just mentioned. We can maximize our process by dedicating fully to either a surplus, a maintenance, or a, or, or a deficit. Um, so let's uh, go and see um, people who would benefit actually from it, okay? Not only who can achieve it. Well, we mentioned the skinny fat beginner with very little muscle mass. Uh, it can achieve from both approaches, but um, yeah, it can achieve, it can um, benefit from both, both approaches, but in particular, skinny fat beginners who are not comfortable 
getting bigger. And this is a big one. It can be down to psychological factors or environmental factors. Uh, I don't, uh, this is a judge, judgment-free show. So um, we, when we say skinny fat, it's just because like people commonly refer to that kind of body type as skinny fat. I am actually not a big fan of uh, the term, but it's like this uh, lean man or woman who has a little bit of fat in the bad places and not so much muscle to start with. So that, that is a person who can benefit from it if psychologically gaining muscle and weight and fat, it's not, uh, it's not a way, okay? You are concerned that you're going to get fat and you're worried as well a little bit about it. Then body recomposition is probably a best, the best solution for you. Um, people who need to stay lean for any reason because maybe they are model or, um, you know, fitness influencer, um, it, it's actually like a quite a, of a popular situation where... Uh, you yeah you need you you work with these people who need to maintain a kind of lean physique almost like uh, you can prepare for a shoot, photo shoot uh, in a couple of weeks if you go and commit to a cut okay so you need to have uh, um to you need to maintain a relatively lean physique to do that okay so um yeah people who need to stay relatively lean um, and people who want to gain pain. So people who already like went through muscle building, uh, maintenance uh, and uh, fat loss phases uh, and they are happy with their physique uh, and they just want to commit uh, to maintain their physique. Now, this uh, um, would be called body recomposition, but in reality, this is a maintenance phase. You just focus on training and you have enough calories uh, on the table to recover from your training, um, to have some social life, uh, but you're not like pushing, uh, you're not pushing neither. You are uh, uh, not trying to get super lean. You're not trying to add uh, muscle mass. So these are the, the people who would benefit from a body recomposition approach. Now, um, the question is uh, often, uh, and probably you are asking this yourself now, should you cut bulk uh, or recomp or, yeah, maintain? So, well, the, the, the answer to this question is only yours, okay? Now, I'm going to help you with that, uh, saying that uh, if you are not comfortable getting fatter than you are right now, cut first, okay? Bring your body fat down considerably. For most men, this means getting down to 10 to 12% body fat. You don't have to be there to be healthy. You can be absolutely healthy, healthy as well at 15% body fat. But if you lower your body fat percentage to 10 to 12%, then you'll see that uh, even when you then increase the calories, uh, you will maintain a relatively lean physique, which most people like most of the year. Okay, so you will gain a little bit of margin for the following phase. And... Um, um, yeah, after you cut, then decide if you want to maintain and, but I recommend that you focus on building muscle after. Uh, keep in mind that most people can gain 30 to 50 pounds of muscle in a lifetime and that it's really difficult to see how your physique will look like when you have weight, like 10 kilos more muscle. Okay. So, uh, if we think that muscle growth is quite slow, I recommend that you commit to at least six months of muscle building after that. Um, and then, uh, you can plan the next cut. You can maintain until you start the following cut, but I recommend that after the first six months of muscle building, you decide already when you're going to cut next um, and decide on your next phase. Um, on the other side, if you are uh, little and yes, you have a little bit of fat, uh, 
but uh, you're not too much concerned that you're gonna um, get a little fatter then uh, commit to muscle building because the energy that is required to build muscle is going to keep you relatively lean. Um, your body will require more energy, so you will need to increase your calorie intake, uh, which is most people like it. Uh, and your life is just going to be full of energy, full of food, full of uh, fun workouts. So that is uh, my recommendation. If you are somewhere in the middle, you did cut in the past, you did bulk in the past, uh, uh, you have some experience, you've been training. I don't think a body recomposition is the way to go um, because I can. I still think that for you, most of the time should be spent in a surplus, uh, trying to develop your physique, uh, trying to have uh, enough energy in your life so that you can have uh, social life, uh, friends, uh, family, uh, dinners and meals out. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, you can improve what you can do with your body. So your physical performances. And um, then there is nothing bad in planning a, a cut, so a fat loss phase. Um, and, and this is the beauty of having a multiphasic approach. We don't have to see this as a one-time uh, project. It's like a lifetime project, okay? So there is no rush. We are going to all have phases of surplus, maintenance, and cut. And there is no need to think uh, of this as, as like a very very important decision okay it is uh, important uh, but the chances are that you cannot mess with this okay you cannot fail think about it like you can start a week of a body recomposition program see that you're actually like understanding the first couple of weeks uh, that you actually want to build muscle and just revise your strategy and switch to an energy surplus there is nothing bad keep in mind that the results and the right strategy for you um, has to be individual, okay? It has to be tailored on your particular situation, how many workouts you can do every week, where are you going to work out? Are you going to work out at the gym, at home, um, your past? Uh, like, there are so many factors that are involved in this decision, and I'd like to help with that. So if you're wondering, like, mm, I'm not sure my strategy is actually serving my real goal, and you want to find out as well a little bit more about your goals, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you. You can message me at Pavone Fitness or at Team Pavone. I'm very active on Instagram and I'm uh, uh, focusing on growing my Instagram account. So um, feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy, more than happy to know your situation. Um, yeah, so um, let's uh, continue and talk about uh, how long uh, should you recom for? Well, you could work on a body recomposition for months or even years. Um, as we said, it's it's hard to predict the results because of the many individual differences that there are between different people. Some people see great results after a few months of eating more uh, simply whole and minimally processed food, more protein, and focus on resistance training and recovery. Others will see results in, they want in more than two years. So be patient. So if you look uh, at Team Pavone on Instagram, you see that a member of the Team Pavone, very successful, uh, Velio Moretti, who achieved uh, what was, most people would say, oh, uh, this is a body recomposition because the guy has less muscle and more fat. But the reality, it was literally a long cut, a long fat loss phase followed by a uh, short maintenance phase. Um, so really, like uh, when it comes to getting in great shape, the right strategy for you will depend a lot on your initial situation. What most people forget is that 
once you achieve your body recomposition goal, you might want to keep working on developing your physique, uh, perhaps uh, wanting to add more uh, strength, more muscle, or a particular uh, physical performance, such as being able to do a split, um, run uh, a marathon, or uh, do a single arm pull-up. God, I would love to do that. And this is why seeing this as a journey without any particular time frames allows you to enjoy the journey, avoid burnouts, and maintain a feeling of achievement. All right, so let's dive into how to achieve this body recomposition. I want you to keep in mind that there are different ways to achieve a body recomposition. Some coaches and websites recommend losing fat at first, building muscle after, and maintaining even after, but Others recommend a small surplus to start with, followed by a calorie deficit. So whether it might be tempting to pick and choose a strategy based on what feels right to you right now, I really encourage you to um, really uh, consider that people differ not only for body composition, but also on biology, hormones, lifestyle, nutritional experience, and knowledge. And that's why you'll find that one, uh, you'll find like, um, you know, different strategies that works uh, to achieve the same goal. Okay. And uh, we need to, to select one strategy that takes into account uh, your small, but still important physical and biochemical differences. Um, think about like your family, your life demands, your stress level, your work situation, your income level your uh, food availability, your cooking experience and knowledge, your time availability, and your physical capability, right? So it's not as easy. Um, some people recommend to do a long, slow cut, followed by a lean bulk. So you cut fat first, and then you build muscle slowly, okay? So it's still like a little bit... Uh, it's not like doing both at the same, same time, but if we consider the time frame of, I don't know, 12 weeks, yes, you'll end up with less fat and more muscle. Um, but as you can see, there is some element of a multiphasic approach here. Um, the strategy, another strategy is to set your calories at the beginning, just a baseline calories. You can calculate it easily, like uh, just on top of your head, doing your body weight in pounds and times that for 12 to 14, if you're likely active to 14, 16, if you're moderately active and you work out or you, your movement is around three to seven hours a week or time uh, your body weight in pound per 16 to 18, if you are very active. So you do like more than seven hours of regular movement every week. This strategy like is great if you don't know where to start, by the way, and you're motivated by just having numbers under control. So you want to adjust uh, this amount of calories uh, as you go based on how your body weight is moving. Uh, I recommend as well that you um, confront your body weight uh, with um, um, your daily steps. If you're losing weight, increase your carb intake by 30 to 50 grams per day. If you're putting on weight, but you're looking softer in the mirror, reduce carbs by 30 to 50 grams a day. If you put on weight, like your, your weight is going up, but you look pretty much the same, leave things as they are. Because chances are that you're putting on muscle. And, uh, you know, if you, if you are going to do a fat loss phase after, then you're going to peel the layers and see those muscle. So that, that's good. Leave things as they are. 
Uh, if you're putting on weight, but you look bigger, but also softer, well, you might be in uh, too much of a surplus. So reduce carb intake by 20 to 30 grams per day. Um, if you lose weight, but you look tighter and leaner, leave things as they are, because chances are that you are in a deficit small enough that you don't feel it. And so you can be consistent with it. So uh, leave things as they are, as you are achieving a body recomposition already. Francesco, what if I want to do this without necessarily tracking calories? That's fantastic. In that case, I have two options for you. One, use one of these uh, um, two strategies to set up uh, your initial calorie and macronutrient goal, and then be intuitive in how you measure your food. So this is very good if you're just starting out. Uh, I, I recommend that because if you're just starting out and you haven't tracked calories uh, you might benefit from doing a three days uh, calorie counting. So you set up the uh, calories, uh, even with a rough calculation with like the one that I just shared with you. And then like use my fitness pal or any other uh, calorie counting app or tool to just see with your eyes what that amount of calories looks like with the following uh, um, macros. I'll share it with you later. Um, and then just be intuitive with it. You can just practice this as a game and, and, you know, try to match it. Okay. Now, when you change your meal composition, you might have to take my fitness pal to see how that change impacts your overall day, but this, uh, it's uh, a helpful and sustainable strategy. Okay. The other thing, um, the other tool is to use the strategy that I show you right now, but before I just want to mention that there is a problem with calorie counting. So if you think that the next strategy is imprecise, you might want to know that, uh, you know, calorie counting is uh, not as precise as what most people think. Okay. Um, you have to assume that the handbooks, the website, the database calories are correct, but they are often not. And they come, uh, they can be off uh, about, uh, by, by about 25%. Um, because of incorrect labeling, uh, laboratory measurement error, and food quality, okay? And uh, yeah, so you, you want to calculate at least, um, and I don't think you should uh, calculate it literally, but you should keep it in mind. Um, uh, keep in mind that 25% error on, on the calories in side of the energy balance equation. Um, so yeah, like... We, we, can, uh, we can make mistakes up to 25% when we calculate the calories that, that we eat. And that's why the strategy number three, it's a viable uh, tool. It's a visual uh, portioning tool. It's one tool that I learned from uh, the established nutrition coaching uh, company, Precision Nutrition, and it can be a, a, a valid alternative to calorie counting. So you're going to use your hands to measure and estimate the food and the macronutrients that you eat. You're going to use in particular a fist to count a serving size of vegetables. You are going to use your palm to count a serving size of protein. You're going to use a hand cup for a serving size of carbohydrates and a thumb for a serving size of fat. The best thing about this scale is that you can always use it. It's literally like always with you. It takes no time and you can use it anywhere with anyone. Um, eating with this... Uh, um, like following this, you, you, you still have to decide how many meals a day. And in each meal, are you going to have one, two, three palms of protein? Like you still have to decide. So this is just a tracking tool, but you can work out, uh, um, you know, for example, if you do the three days uh, uh, calorie counting, you can not only like see 
and weight uh, the food on a scale, but you can see that how that looks compared to your hands. Um, so you visually have an idea of what your uh, diet, your virtually ideal diet looks like for those three days. And then you can just repeat it intuitively. This uh, is uh, often labeled as less precise or ineffective, but uh, if you tried calorie count is uh, um, like my clients did, you'll probably found it, you probably found it uh, time consuming, consuming and inefficient, just difficult and extremely laborious. So it's good. I have nothing against you if you are using it. I am currently using it because I found it, uh, I find it helpful, especially on a fat loss phase. I am more intuitive on a muscle building phase. And that's why for the last three years, I didn't really track calories. I did, but sporadically at the beginning of a phase when I wanted to change something because it's just much more sustainable. So after years of researching and experimenting on me and my clients, I want to share with you a step-by-step -step strategy that is super easy to implement and to use. Um, and it's still following the right guidelines to achieve a body recomposition. It is self-paced, so you can do it for many months, uh, um, even years, uh, and taking consideration your circumstances. All right, let's get to it. All right, so the step number one is to train to build muscle. The missing pieces, uh, the missing piece from the people who want to lose fat and build muscle is often that they don't have a lot of muscle to start with. There are so many good uh, reasons to lift weights, uh, such as faster metabolism, better mood, better insulin sensitivity, um, better quality of life, better uh, uh, aging, better cardiac health, better strength, mobility, flexibility, bone density, self-esteem, physical performance, cognitive function, digestion, mood, um, uh, yeah, functional independence, so movement control, and so on. Lifting, it is uh, one of the best medicine, if not the best. And uh, it is uh, the only way to trigger muscle hypertrophy. So pick up a training program you like, that you enjoy it, and that it can be consistent with. If you want to find out uh, how to create your training program, go and listen to episode 17, where I share my three steps formula to create a workout that works for you. Um, yeah, and just listen to the last uh, four episodes where I shared uh, and, you know, the, the, some of the most important uh, ideas uh, and uh, guidelines to build muscle, okay? And uh, follow that season because uh, the How to Build Muscle season is going to be full of content. On Friday, I have an interview scheduled with one of the best uh, experts on the field. So uh, it's going to be fantastic. Next week episode is going to be great. Um, yeah, and... Um, Focus literally on building muscle. That's step number one. Now, moving on to step number two, we want to make sure that you that you eat uh, enough protein. So just focus on this. Eat uh, one portion of lean protein at each meal. This is not only important for because you are more active and so um, greater level of physical activity requires more protein, but also because protein uh, are harder to digest. So protein will make you feel more satisfied from your diet. Um, and protein are needed to support protein synthesis, uh, which is the process of building and repairing muscle. Make sure to eat at least 1.6 to 2.4 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. Um, this equals to two palm-sized portion uh, for men per meal and one palm-sized portion for women at each meal. Um, when it comes to sources, unless you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you don't have to worry 
about where do you get the protein from because uh, um, animal uh, uh, protein sources are already of great quality but if you are vegan make sure to mix different protein sources as uh, you know vegan and, and uh, yeah vegan protein sources and vegetarian protein sources often don't have the full spectrum of amino acids uh, which are the building blocks of protein required to build muscle and then yeah that's super important now we move to step number three huge area often underrated uh, sleep recovery and manage stress management it's another very important step to achieve a remarkable body recomposition i'm not gonna lie i think this is like often the area where people are confused because they, they think they're gonna change their body by putting more effort but what if they not not in, not increase the effort side of the equation but they increase the recovery side of the equation things might be easier, isn't it? Um, you might need to improve your sleep and recovery if uh, your mind is foggy, if you have low motivation to train, if workouts feels like a burden and you're sore for multiple days uh, every week, uh, you have low energy, you have a slow reaction time, you're always hungry for some reason and you get sick a lot or uh, you're just irritable or moody. These are old things uh, and, and you forget things very often. These are a sign that you might need, a re a, like you just might need to improve your recovery. Um, so yeah, get at least seven to nine hours of uh, good quality sleep. It's a good thing, good uh, habit to have. In my opinion, this is huge. Like when I manage to go to bed between 10 and 10.30, I wake up much more fresh than when I go to bed uh, between 10.30 and 11. It's stupid and simple but it might be like the reason why many people don't do it because it's too easy um consider having days off where you make sure that you don't train but you move around okay so some light movement whether if it's yoga stretching or just an, a chilled walk um so that your your muscle will recover um, and you'll feel ready to smash the following week of workout this is the first three steps um, but moving on to step number four, we want to make sure that we eat the right amount. And this is the most, uh, probably most important point. Regardless of the quality of your diet, calories do matter. So we want to achieve a body recomposition, right? So as we said, we want to be in a sort of maintenance, which is going to look like a small surplus in some days, a small deficit in some other days. But overall, we don't want to gain continuously a lot of muscle and weight, and we don't want to lose a lot of weight. So we want to stay in a range and just a recomposition. So build muscle and lose fat. So we want to make sure that we eat enough so that you don't lose more than 1% of your current body weight per week. In that case, you are in a calorie deficit and your face would be more appropriately described as fat loss. Number two, you eat enough so that your body weight doesn't increase more than 1.5 of your current body weight per month. In that case, you are in a calorie surplus and your face would be more appropriately called muscle building. Okay, this might seem a small detail to you, but it's not. It will have a big impact on your expectations and on, on your overall results if we consider a, a time frame of uh, um, at least a year. Okay, so step number five, uh, adjust as you go. We'll be assuming you that, uh, that, that you eat four times a day. This is like a rough plan for a body recomposition uh, uh, meal plan that uh, doesn't include counting calories. So for men, you'd eat uh, two pounds of protein with uh, each meal, two feasts of vegetables with each meal, 
this is cooked version, two capped hands of uh, um, carbs dense food with moss meal, two entire times of fat dense foods with moss meal. For women, it's the same, but with one of each item. Okay, so you can uh, make adjustment as you go. And uh, this is uh, of paramount importance because the result uh, and how your body will react to this new strategy will be highly individual. Uh, plus, some people like to eat two times a day. Other people like to eat six times a day. Um, yeah, so for, for example, if you are happy with your fat loss results, but you're not happy with your muscle building response, you can add more carbohydrates, like one cup hand cupped uh, palmo, uh, pa carbohydrates uh, of... Uh, um, carbohydrates, yes, with each meal or another thumbs of fat with each meal. Um, if uh, you're uh, uh, happy with your muscle building response, but you're not happy with your fat loss response, uh, reduce a cup of uh, carbohydrates or a thumb of fat from each meal. If you're happy with your results, but you feel like you could eat more carbs and less fat, then just simply increase your carbs by one to two hand cup uh, a day and decrease your fat slightly. Um, by one to two times as sized portion per day. So remember, these are only examples and uh, they should serve just as a starting point. Um, the step number six, it's very simple. Get support and accountability. Let go of the concept of the lone hero. Instead, uh, start building your support systems, whether if it's a friend, a family member, or a workout buddy, or a coach, uh, um, find someone that fire up uh, uh, your booster rockets uh, until you can fly on your own. So like, I think uh, this is huge because um, when we don't do what we know we have to do and nobody see it, then we have no reason to do it. Even if that thing is really strongly aligned with our values, we might just find ourselves in a situation where our decision fatigue is high and we just uh, like want to take a day uh, like a, just call a rain check a little bit. So um, yeah, I want to help you getting there. If you are ready to change and you are ready to transform your physique and you want to get support, I want to help you. I want to help you building muscle, um, getting stronger and getting the best shape of your life, even without giving up uh, to an occasional pizza or alcohol. Uh, so if uh, this is you and you are ready to do this, uh, click on and fill the survey in the show notes. So you're going to send your application for free. I'm going to take a look at your situation. And uh, if I think that I might be able to help you, I will invite you to book a free transformation strategy call with me where we'll talk about uh, your goals, your challenges, and uh, we'll find out if I can help and if we'd be a good fit. Now, how do you know that this is uh, working? Well, you know that this, is, this strategy is working if your average body weight doesn't increase more than 1.5% of your current body weight per month and doesn't decrease and doesn't decrease slower uh, than 0 0.7, sorry, doesn't decrease faster than 1% of your current body weight per week. Okay, in that case, if you lose fat faster than 1%, then you know that you're in a fat loss and you probably have to increase your calories you know that you're uh, uh, heading in the right direction if your strength performances at the gym are improving, if your clothes fit better, if you look visually better, and if you feel you could repeat this strategy for a long time. Well, a, how is a body recomposition different from maintenance? 
Well, a body recomposition has the goal of changing your current body fat to muscle ratio without changing your body weight too much. As we saw, there are different nutritional strategies to achieve this, uh, and all of them use periods of calorie deficit, uh, calorie surplus, and maintenance calories uh, phases based on the initial situation of an individual. Simply eating at maintenance refers to an overall energy balance of a certain individual. So it could be the case of someone who are not necessarily concerned with body recomposition goals or just people who want to maintain a healthy body weight, like my mom, and doesn't exercise at all because they're happy about the way they look and feel. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a final word from me is just that regardless of uh, what I say here, if you feel like you are trying like you want to try something, just try it because there is nothing more powerful than a personal experience in your fitness journey. Just make sure that you use this information, um, the information that I share with you to make the best choice in regards to your diet and your training. I'd like to, um, you know, just uh, say thanks to you uh, for listening because, uh, you know, we are close to a hundred episodes uh, and uh, it's uh, been a hell of a journey and it's a pleasure for me to do this weekly podcast. Um, although like uh, I have to say at the moment, I am a little bit challenged because uh, my audience is uh, partly Italian and partly English speaking. So I'm trying to help and support um, and have a presence both in English and in Italian. So I will totally keep uh, this weekly podcast. But hey, I'm not going to lie. I might uh, uh, have to prepare you that perhaps our content will be mostly in Italian at some point in the future. And uh, we will do our best to maintain this weekly podcast. But hey, let me know as always uh, your thoughts on Instagram. Remember to follow Pavone Fitness and Team Pavone and reach out to me with all your fitness and nutrition questions from Coach Francesco this week is everything. Ciao, ciao.